Chapter Ten of Grandpa's Darlings by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Ten: Secrets. I was laying on the lounge, coaxing a sick headache, when the door opened softly, and Minnie, in pretty summer freshness, entered. Why, I said, how the little woman is dressed up! What is that all about at this time of day? Oh said she i have been away i have been taking a walk with grandpa there's a secret about it i'm not going to tell anybody why yes i can tell grandma and auntie julia and grandpa but i can't tell you cause it's something you mustn't know but auntie bell don't feel bad for you are to be told all about it only you mustn't know it yet but where have you been i asked can you tell me that or is that a secret too no she said slowly with a thoughtful air i guess that isn't a secret i don't think it is mamma didn't say anything about it i've been to mr skidmore's i had to stay a good while but i got something real pretty papa said it was first rate but he said i mustn't tell you because we must surprise you and i haven't told you have i i wouldn't for anything because papa trusts me you know i haven't told you have i now when i explained to you that mr skidmore's was the only photograph gallery in town you will see how natural it was to suppose that when a person had been there for a good while and had got something nice which every one but myself was to know about and especially on being told that pretty soon i was to know all about it that that something nice was a picture of the little lady herself which when finished was to be presented to me yet after all she hadn't told me at least she thought she hadn't how was i to answer her why i said i don't see how i'm supposed to know what you were about all the time you were gone she laughed gleefully of course you don't she said and i don't mean to tell you but it is something real nice i didn't doubt it but what an idea the child had about keeping a secret to be sure after she was gone i thought about it a good deal i have thought about it more or less ever since it surprises me very much to see how many people there are in the world who are telling secrets that they don't mean to tell not nice pleasant little secrets like minnie's but sour snarly ones or ill-natured ones of some sort or other the other day miss jenny swift came in to see me there were three wrinkles on her forehead and a sort of down look in her eyes she flung herself down on my couch with a forlorn sigh and turned the leaves of a book as if she had no sort of interest in that or anything else have you a headache i asked her no ma'am she said drearily what have you been doing today? not much of anything ma'am that is we studied of course and did all those things just as usual did the lessons go right jenny's cheeks grew red they didn't go as well as they do sometimes she said and she spoke a little more quickly i seemed to be getting at it you all failed a little did you i said cheerily well accidents of that kind will happen once in a while i suppose 
jenny is a very truthful girl they didn't all fail she said the blush growing deeper that lucy jenkins always has her lessons she would have them if she had to sit up all night and steal a book to learn them out of she is the meanest girl in school nobody likes her aha miss jenny had told me a secret that she meant to keep to herself it didn't need a prophet to tell me that she was jealous of lucy jenkins it was that very evening that paul wheeler came to bring a message from his father to the minister and hung around my chair while the answer was being written paul always had something to tell me we chose seats today he said and his gleeful tone made me think there was something particularly nice about it all what for next year i asked well how did that go it went real nice he said laughing over the recollection anyhow it did for some of us i guess some of the fellows didn't like it so well paul has just arrived at that age when he thinks it is more manly to say fellows than boys you know that seat by the window auntie well all the fellows want that seat because you can see out of the window and it's real fun to see what is going on outside mr wheatley said we might vote which of the fellows in the senior class should have the seat i wanted it awfully but i did not expect to get it because i had it last year but i didn't mean to give it up without some work so i went around among some of the boys and i told them all about my sugar party that i was going to have i painted it off in glowing colors i tell you then i worked it so that one of them would ask me how large a party i was going to have and i said that would depend on how large a vote i got that of course i would invite everybody who voted for me they asked me how i could tell who voted for me and i looked awful wise and said i had ways of telling and auntie don't you think that more than two-thirds of them voted for me and i got the seat wasn't that rich think of that and he didn't seem to have the least idea how many secrets he had told me just count them first he was selfish that was as plain as day had the best seat in school for a year and wanted it again so to bring about his selfish plans he did one of the meanest things that a boy can do went about buying votes just ask your father if there is a meaner thing in all politics than that next he acted a lie to gain his point the idea of pretending that he could tell how the boys voted i felt ashamed of him i wished that he had no right to call me auntie i have to be ashamed of a good many people in just that way they tell me things without knowing it that they wouldn't have me know for anything if they only thought of it but to go back to minnie i want to tell you about another secret of hers there came a day which was rather important to me the fact is i expected her uncle and he wasn't her uncle yet either some important words had to be said first the day chosen for the saying of these words was the one on which minnie would be four years old you will have to arrange matters with minnie said her mother three months ago she was promised a party on her birthday that was before i knew about your plans and minnie has a good memory you know so i engaged to make it right with the little lady 
she came down to see me one morning and i thought i would talk with her about it minnie i said when is your birthday next wednesday afternoon at two o'clock she said confidently that you see was the time when the party was to begin and she counted time by the important things that were to happen i hear you are going to have a party i said are you going to invite me course she said lovingly i wouldn't have a party without my auntie bell would i well now it so happens that i can't come i said she looked doleful why not auntie bell the trouble is i want to have a party myself and i have chosen the very day that you did can't you pwn yours she said looking gravely at me not very well because some of my company are invited and i can't send them word not to come is my mamma invited she asked gravely yes and did she promise to come why no she couldn't do that because she said she had promised to give you a party and of course she wouldn't break her word so unless you postpone yours i suppose they will both have to come on the same day but it will be a great disappointment to me not to have your mamma and you am i invited to yours she asked and the sober face brightened a little why of course and i expected you to take a ride with me after the party are you going to take them all a ride auntie bell no only part of them but i meant to take you i was going to have you with me in the big barouche and we were going down to see the cars come in her sad face had been gradually growing clearer during this story and now she said in a satisfied voice auntie bell i'll pwn mine i don't know but yours is to be the nicest anyhow i want to come to it so that question was settled to the satisfaction of us both we went on talking about the details as to who were expected and what i was going to have on the party table and whether i was going to give each of the guests an orange to carry home in their pockets as she had planned to do i was very much pleased with my unexpected success for this party had lain very near minnie's heart and i hadn't expected it to be given up without some tears and instead she was in a real flutter of satisfaction presently the doorbell rang and miss susie weeks came in to make a social call she wasn't an intimate friend of mine though i liked her well enough the worst fault she had was a desire to know about everything that was going on we had a very pleasant talk together she was telling me something that i remember interested me very much though i'm sure i don't know what it was i had forgotten all about minnie she wasn't apt to let herself be forgotten but she was unusually quiet busy it seemed with her own thoughts suddenly she spoke in a clear ringing voice i'm going to my auntie bell's party next wednesday afternoon and she is going to have a good many peoples and i'm going to a ride with her after the party in the big barouche and we are going down to see the cars come in and there's a gentleman coming to her party from away off just imagine if you can how much i felt like shaking the little sprite what was i to say to miss susie 
who by this time knew as well what was going to happen next wednesday as i did and she was just the last person i would have chosen to tell the story to didn't i know just how she would enjoy telling this whole affair over just as often as she found a person to tell it seemed to me i could hear her going over it and describing every little thing i know it is true she would say for bell blushed as red as a peony and looked as though she didn't know which way to turn the consciousness that there would be a great deal of truth in this story of hers made my face turn redder still and i am sure i could have given the innocent little maiden by my side a hearty shaking just as well as not dear me what foolish people we are i don't know why i should have cared so much about this seeing it was all true i certainly wasn't ashamed about being married but some way i wanted all the telling about it to be done by myself i dare say you will feel very much the same when you come to that time minnie told grandma the whole story about the big barouche and the ride to the cars told it at the dinner table i listening with very blushing face i shouldn't have thought you would have told the child about it since it disturbs you so much to have her tell it over this grandma said and i hurried to explain she never tells things if you tell her not to but i forgot that part i've known worse troubles than that to come because people neglected a little sentence that ought to have come in at the end grandpa's face was grave as he said this and we knew he was thinking of something that had happened it reminds me of something he said at last i was talking with mr smith last night about our neighbor mr stewart i said i was always pleased with his remarks in prayer meeting yes he said he talks well i was wondering the other night how many people remembered old times he happened to be surrounded by several who have reason to remember him in what way i asked why they lost by him very heavily he failed you know i said i didn't know it oh yes he said it was before you came here it made great excitement i guess some of them will never forget it what made the matter worse was that so many who lost by him were poor people and members of the same church with himself this story made me feel badly i had always thought so much of mr stewart i couldn't keep it out of my mind and this morning i spoke of it to deacon holmes i knew he could tell me something pleasant about it if there was anything to tell who told you about it he asked me and when i told him he said did he tell you that he paid up every cent after he got rich again no said i of course he didn't why that makes a different story of it entirely it can't be that mr smith knows that part of it he must know it he said for he was one of the creditors and one of the first to be paid up then why in the name of wonder didn't he tell me i asked oh i suppose he forgot that part he said there is another reason why that story belongs in this chapter of secrets i think mr smith must have had a habit of speaking ill of his neighbor i don't suppose he meant to tell minnie's grandpa of it but you see he did for all that end of chapter ten